Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Horror. No normal mind can imagine. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are Savage of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to a very special episode of Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. And we are here with the boys from Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack. Hi. Hey. hey. That was really loud. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I got too close to the microphone. Let me push this back. You don't, have to, my... you don't have to put the microphone in your mouth. Oh, my bad. So it's not that show. <laughs> different show. That's a different that, podcast. That's, that's the late night show. Oh, okay. That's after this. I'm just getting ready. <laughs> so how y'all doing? Living in this heat, man. We went from 40 degrees to 102. I don't want to hear any complaining about that's, that's I'm not craziness. That, that's New England in, in, a, in a bubble right there. And it's like, do I mow my lawn or should I get my snowblower out still? Like, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I was outside today. It was, it was actually pretty nice. Yeah, it w- it was, I don't think it hit 90 like they were saying. No, it was just muggy. Like, it was yeah. like humid and kind of icky. Uh, depends what uh, depends what thermostat you're going off. Yeah, of. I saw sure. some nineties. Tomorrow's supposed to be a little bit worse, I guess. Oh, good. Oh, sweet. Yeah, we're going to the park. Worse. That's awesome. <laughs> but don't worry, Tuesday is going to be like a balmy sixty-two degrees and forty-seven overnight. So <laughs> you have that. You have that <laughs> those, to look forward those to. Poor plants. They just don't know what to do. I feel like this is a good season though for like the like mosquitoes and like like ticks and like whatnot. Like, don't they like get all excited and then they just die? I think so. I, I, Hopefully. I, that would be nice. Remember Unless when ticks were the worst the of our problems? Yeah, I know, right? Or mosquitoes. We were yeah, outside we last like, night. I didn't see any bugs. Yeah, now we have, like, ghost bugs and, like... Murder one, hornets. Murder hornets. Murder <laughs> hornets. Yep, that, that, that's one. I, Stabby I like ants. Bugs. Like, you can't feel it bite you, but, like, you just, like, wake up with, like, wake welts and, like, blisters, like, the next <laughs> day. It's like, oh, that's super. That's just, like, so, getting real drunk. So it sucks to be inside. It sucks to be outside. That's all. That's all I'm hearing. You can't like, great. do anything. Fucking awesome. Thank you, America. Yeah. Sweet. Wait, anyway. what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Studio Six Six Six. What's up? God, that's, this was so fun. What were we talking about? It was fun. I was pleasantly surprised. So yeah, we I mean, couldn't find like, anywhere to rent it, so I bought it, and yeah, that was kind of pissed me off. But then I watched it. I was like, "Oh, it's actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be." Uh, I mean, I, my expectations weren't like superb. You know what I mean? Like the trailer made it seem super silly. Yeah, 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 yeah. fair. I mean, it's Dave Grohl. It it's was super mind. silly, but yeah. But but Dave Grohl yeah. is just awesome. He's just an he awesome is. dude. He is. I think we've talked about him a few times where he can release any genre of album and it's probably good, even if you don't like the genre. Even if he's pretending to be a different band. Dude, him singing yeah. Bee Gees music made me, like, happy. I Like, <laughs> normally I don't listen to the Bee Gees, but, like, for some reason Dave Grohl singing the Bee Gees makes me fucking happy. That's fair. Well, okay. Just, just say it. Well, for this special episode... This is a recipe for disaster. So, obviously, Foo Fighters, what are you going to do? The Fresh Fighter. <laughs> it's Mentos. <laughs> so, I'm gonna do a Fudo shot. You can't really, you can't really see, but that was clear vodka. 
And then I dropped in a pack of Mentos, and they're gone. First, it ate the color off of them, and then they just dissolved. Well, then. You drink stuff like my daughter does. She just puts random things in a container and just puts it in her mouth. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) Shut up. Minus the vodka. This is for science. (laughs) Couple years. It's for science. That's what he says. It's actually pretty good. Don't let me drink the whole jar. All right, don't drink the whole jar, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do that. Yeah, by the end of the episode, I'm like, fucking Dave, bro. I'm taking the best of you. I'm giving the best to you. The little best of me. All right. Perfect. And then I also had Pat Smears Cool Ranch Tabletop Nachos. I thought you said Pat Smear at first. I think oh, yeah. that's what he was had, going for when, when Pat, he, Pat when he made that was name. Your, uh, I was like, where did you get that? <laughs> Pat Smear was your second recipe. That's amazing. Okay, Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> so I baked Cool Ranch Doritos in the oven with some nacho cheese, some jalapenos, some diced tomatoes, and then drizzled it with some ranch because, according to Dave Grohl, you can never have enough ranch. I was about ranch. to go run and grab my ranch, but that's fine. I beat me to it. All right. So let's get into it. Although, let me pull up the cover because it's digital, so I have to fucking get the. <laughs> I was about to shit. say, there is no cover. I know. I mean, technically, this is the cover. In Studio 666, Rock and Roll Hall of Famers Foo Fighters move into an Encino mansion steeped in grisly rock history to record their much anticipated 10th album. Once in the house, Dave Grohl finds himself grappling with supernatural forces that threaten both the completion of the album. And the lives of the band. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, clearly they only recorded one song. It was 44 minutes. <laughs> it was it was 44 <laughs> minutes. At uh-huh. one point he's talking about possibly doing a triple album, yet they are only doing the one song. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's strange. But so yeah. I mean, the whole premise of the movie was to finish said one song and open the, you know, the portals of hell through said song. <laughs> In person who creates said song. I'm just saying, I feel like they lost the idea of making the whole album at one point. That's fine. We'll we'll get into it. So that house actually is the house where they recorded their 10th album, Medicine at Midnight. And that's when Dave got the idea for the the movie. He's like, oh, it would be cool if this was haunted and we all killed each other. (laughs) Right. He looked at the place and he's like, this is actually like literally a shithole. Yeah. And we awesome should guys? we should we should create like a shithole like horror movie out of this. So, like this will be this will be fucking fantastic. So have you guys ever heard of the Flatted Fifth? The Flatted Fifth. So I mean we've seen a lot of movies, uh, Deathgasm, this movie where people can summon the devil with music, and music. like back in the day people were worried about like ACDC records getting played backwards and satanic, satanic messages and. In the fucking Beatles, there's actually an evil chord. It's called Diabolus in Musica, the Devil's Interval. Is it L? The tritone, the triad, the flatted fifth. It, it is not L. I, I, ha- I had to actually print out the, and by print out, I mean look at my phone. Digitally <laughs> print. To play a flatted fifth with a G power chord, place your first finger on the third fret of the low E string. That's the root note. Or the G. Now put your third finger two frets up on the fifth fret of the A string. That's the fifth. In this case, the D. Gotta get that D. To complete the power chord, place your fourth finger next to your third finger on the next string over the D string. 
That's the octave of the root note. Another G. Strum together, these three strings create a pleasant sounding chord, G, D, G. But if you take your second finger and play it a fret down as D, B instead of D, it creates a plucked slowly in a G root note, G, D, B, flatted fifth progression. It creates a dissonant or ugly tone, especially with distortion. You get all that? Did somebody else write that? Uh, yeah, that was off of uh, Fender. Okay, because he sounds like a douche. So is this the same note that makes everyone shit themselves like in South Park? That's the brown note. Yeah, oh, the, the brown that's note. That's ah, that's gotcha. The brown note. That's a low, really low bassy tone that rumbles really your rumbles gut. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. You can have the same effect if uh, you just take a shot of Jägermeister. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Spoilers ahead. All right, then. All right. Jeremy, take it away. We're going to take it away. All right. Studios. I, I didn't mean to nerd out on you. That's all right. Uh, Studio 666, 2022. Also, music by John Carpenter. Who says 666? <laughs> I wasn't going to comment. Six, like, six, what the, six. I'm glad someone did. <laughs> Come on. Six, Studio 666. That removes the devil from it when you say it like that. <laughs> I was hoping we would start this meeting at 706. It's 804. Because that's 666. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so anyway, we're going to start in 1993. Uh, It shows the outside of the mansion recording studio, and a woman is sobbing, crawling on the floor with like a bone sticking out of her thigh. That's Jenna Ortega. You know that was the drummer to that band? It's a very important note. Well, according to the wiki, she's the drummer. I don't know how anyone would know that, but... Did you know she took a uh, broken femur like a champion? (laughs) That too. That too. I think it was the adrenaline and the being chased by the guy that was trying to kill her with a hammer. I feel like you're not the only person that actually told me that. It's like, well, obviously she was just like so in shock that like she could keep going. I'm Uh, like, no. I think the broken leg was the least of her worries at that point. Did you see the state of her head? Like when that happened, I was like, well, this movie's going in. Yeah. Obviously, like, the guy is, like, kind of, like, walking after her, and she's like, why? We did everything! And then, you know, he grabs her by the leg and repeatedly beats her with a hammer till her head is basically, like, corned beef Pulp. hash kind of, kind of thing. <laughs> and then, like, the titles show up, which is pretty cool because it's, like, newspaper clippings and stuff in the background. Yeah, it, and, a lot of satanic imagery and, and yeah. shows you that Dream Widow was the band, and she was the drummer. They actually mentioned that she was the drummer. Okay, I must have missed it then. Uh, right That's there. Cool. It, it, there's a lot going on right here. John Carpenter did the theme song right yep. here. Yep. That yep. was pretty cool. Yeah, and obviously it says based on a story by Dave Grohl, but then it goes to like a meeting inside like the record company Consolidated Consumer was the uh was the name on the on the window. I Dave, loved the banter here. Th- this is great. So, obviously, two of the greatest movies in the past 30 years is Doom and Waterworld, because, you know, Kevin Costner <laughs> is a fucking merman. His gills, gills behind his ears. It's like, so you breathe underwater. It's fucking fantastic. And then you have Jeremy Schill, uh, played by Jeff okay, Stop being crazy. Waterworld is fantastic. I love that movie. I, I think... A lot of people hated on it for some reason. I, I don't even know if I saw the whole thing. But uh, I, I'd like to point out that this guy's last name is Shill. Yes. Keep that in mind for later. Thanks. Yeah. Jeff Garland. He's the record executive. He just wants his record. And, of course, they're all like, oh, it's all in my head. It's all in his head. His head. Not so much his head. You know what that means to me? That equates to a big pile of frozen shit. Why is the shit frozen? I don't know. But I don't want a big bucket of frozen shit. But 
he just wants to give him the album that he wants before the people that he owes money turns his ball sack into a coin purse. Yeah, you're getting mm-hmm. a lot of information here about the music industry. <laughs> so this guy, uh-huh. he doesn't care about the art. He cares about the money. And he owes money to some random terrorists, he says. <laughs> he says, I think they're the ones that killed that journalist. It's like, what? Right. But, you know, they're sick of the studios that they, you know, have been playing in. So they want different shit with, like, wizards and dragons like, you know, Led Zeppelin at the castle or whatever the hell. And uh, so he calls Barb uh, to to hook them up with a uh, with a different studio. He calls yeah. Barb. She's she's like the number one button on his phone. Mm. She answers right away, and she oh oh I have a perfect place for them. It's to die for. <laughs> we do want to mention that they're trying to make an album that blows your own cock into your own mouth. Yes. Again. I don't want that. Would you? And then when they when they said, "Oh, you know, if it's gonna make me a lot of money, blow all the fucking dicks you want." <laughs> the, like literally, this opening scene, like here, like hooked me. I'm like, this is fantastic. It, it almost seems like the the actors in this movie are in a real band because it, it's very believable the way they interact. You know, their chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I could, I could see that. I, I can see that. Being in many bands, I can concur. Because we, we all like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. uh, so they, they pull up to this mansion in their uh, shitty red van where we meet Barb Weems, uh, who is showing them the house. But the house needs some sprucey-goosey, as she says. Dave sees some some person in the window. Okay, I am really sorry, but I think a really important thing, like, first of all, Rest in peace to Taylor. Yes. Very sad. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. But in the, the last scene when they decide to go to the studio and they do the Pearl Jam high five, you know, uh, Jeremy yeah. has yeah. fucking spoken. Everyone high fives except for Taylor. I don't know if anyone mm-hmm. caught that. His, I did, yeah. He, he like his had his... was like, well, his fist he, up, yeah. yeah, he was going to do like a, like a big ups, but it doesn't connect with anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I caught that too. It, it could be because they did this in secret during the pandemic. Maybe. Or this could be some scary foreshadowing. There's already conspiracy theories about this. Oh, I, can I went down the rabbit hole today, and oh my god. Well, I, I, don't, I mean, I don't want to start anything, but I know the album was released supposedly on the day of his passing. The the fake album, the Dream Widow album. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw that. Which I thought was strange, but yeah. Dave sees somebody in the window, and Barb is showing them all around the house. Apparently, Dave loves a good sconce. And, uh, what is a sconce? It's the thing you hang on the wall. It's like a like a light. So it's a light. Well, it's the thing that like the light goes in. Like you hang on a wall. Like I have one right outside this door. It's like a glass thing that ha- the light bulb goes in. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's a sconce. It's sure. a fancy way to say fucking light. <laughs> hey, look weird. at me! Look a at me! Sconce is a candle holder that is I attached a to a wall with an ornamental bracket. Or a flaming torch or candle secured by a sconce. I hate when they use the same word in the definition. That That is... A I mean, I, I don't have a flaming torch. Right. Definition okay. of a sconce. A sconce. That <laughs> hangs. <laughs> like, that's stupid. Like, really? Jesus! So yeah, so, so Barb tells a story about a band in the 90s who never finished their album, but Dave's into it. But it kind of goes back to a flashback of a dude who hangs himself out the window. Mm-hmm. And yes. Dave is, uh, like I said, he's he's into the house, and he's like, 
the sounds of this house is the sound of album 10. Does anyone else get the weird energy of overwhelming sense of doom? <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're like loading up all their shit. Dave apparently has a snare drum adjuster who is Carrie King of Slayer. Mm-hmm. Slayer. Yeah, his drum tech. It's random, but it's cool. No, it's awesome. It's absolutely well, awesome. Absolutely. Where, he, where he's just like, nope, nope, a little bit to the left. Oh, no, a little too more far. to the left. No, that's too far. A little bit back. What I loved when, it, when they were learning about the acoustics in the house when he claps Every, every time like he the, like claps There's face. like a jump scare Of like one yeah. of the, the Band members Band yeah. member yeah, dead Demon dead smoke people Yeah Outside Dave lets the band know That they should move in To record And of course Nobody wants to do that And so they're just like I'm not gonna tell my wife You wanna tell my wife And apparently Ramy doesn't wanna tell his grandma Mm-hmm. But we oh know what happened God, To his grandmother like, Oh yeah Bobby <laughs> And he was just like Oh Leave my bubby alone. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Dave's walking around the house checking all the Are vinyl. you printing something? Dude, I was trying to print my... We'll see. Now, like 10 minutes later, actually like a half hour later, my shit is finally fucking printing. But you know what? I just have it up on my laptop, and you guys are just a little picture in the corner. Okay. Cool. So anyway, Dave's checking out the vinyl, and he's... Sees a guy in the garden, he's like shearing away at shit, and he's just like, What the fuck? So he goes after him, and then he like disappears. Yeah, cre- creepy gardener. Creepy gardener. Yeah. It just goes about his day. <laughs> he just kind of moves on, like, Yeah, it's fine. Doesn't re- like the whole like disappearing thing. Is yeah, like, the, fine. there was never a, apparently there was fine. never a guy there. It's like, whatever. Like, fuck that guy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, they're setting up all this shit, and uh, Krug, who is like the who, Carrie King. Is Krug, bitch- also the villain name in The Last House on the Left. Yes. That's true. There's a lot true. of Easter eggs and shout-outs to uh, old mm-hmm. school horror. Yeah. So he's bitching about who, like, whoever wired the house, and then he gets fucking fried to shit. Did you see, like, the creepy hand that came up and, like, yes. did something to it? I don't know what he did, but... And then everyone's just watching this poor guy get electrocuted. Now, I gotta say, Dave uh, actually made a really smart move here. He saved the other tech. Because the other right. tech is like, to don't, touch him. Him. don't touch him. Don't touch him. He's, he's like, still oh alive. He, he's still alive. And like, yeah. he kicked, like, that's actually, that's actually, and he kicked like, the power cord out to. That's electricity. Well, not kicking the power cord part, but like, it's like, that's electricity 101. Like, don't touch the dude. It's getting electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it'll travel. So yeah, the, the band, the, like they all want to pack up, and he's like, no, 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 we got to stay. We're going to dedicate this record to fucking Krug. For Krug! I love when he tried to resuscitate him. Not resuscitate him, but like wake him up. He's like, hey, Krug, we got Jägermeister! <laughs> <laughs> it's uh-huh. true. Uh-huh. Uh, he looked gnarly, too. The makeup was... was uh, it was well done. Really yeah, good. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Gardner did the, the special topic. effects. He's, he's done special <clears throat> effects for... Tons of fucking movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's friends with Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl basically said, hey, I want to do a horror movie. What kind of, like, murders have you not been able to do? Let's do them. So, right. so it was kind of a real fun project because they had the murders before they even had a script. Yeah. Grohl tells them about the guy that he saw. And, you know, Pat Smear mentions the killer gardener of Encino. And then he's, like, grilling shit. And, like, his face shows up on the grill, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the head, yeah. His mind's, like, fucking all over the place. He says he goes from Prince to Slayer to fucking Lawrence Welk. Yeah. yeah. And then he hears the, the, the shears again. Yeah. He hears the noise. He scopes it out. 
you know, with a fucking grill fork. Hey, neighbor. <laughs> yeah, we meet Samantha. Yeah, who is fucking weird who starts singing, like, Best of You and, like, yeah. all sorts of other shit. So, Whitney Cummings. Yeah. Yep. Very funny comedian. You know what's funny? It's like I was I was watching it, and then my wife goes, she goes, that looks familiar. She Like, she looks really, really familiar. I'm like, she reminds me of Flo. Oh, okay. I can see yeah, that. I can see that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, she asked about the gardener and said, "No oh, one lives li- here, Dave." Yeah, no one's lived here for fucking years. Just the weird neighbor who watches it. So, so now that, like they're 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 practicing, and Dave's like, "Oh, I got these riffs that I've been working on," and but he all he does is play like all my life he and plays, like, yeah, ever long. He, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That that was hilarious. I I wish that wasn't in the trailer because that was one of the funniest parts. Uh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> oh man, the wells run dry. And Taylor, Taylor's just like, "Oh yeah, no, that's great. You, you, you wrote that twenty years ago, dude." <laughs> Wait, did I? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Ramy is like trying to get them to like meditate, for which Dave says, "Fuck meditating in the ass." Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No meditating here. No meditating. So he's he's playing the drums, like he's trying to write, like he's got like writer's constipation, he's breaking strings, trying to everything. He starts singing hello. And this is where like Lionel hello. Richie shows up. Lionel Richie shows up. That's Get my your fucking own song. song. I love that song. I love that I love singing that song. That's my fucking song. Don't you sing <laughs> that song? And then he just vanishes. He just leaves. He nerd. Yeah. Get your nerd. own song. Nerd. nerd. That was, that, that, was <laughs> that was hilarious. This motherfucker just comes in and he's like, oh party, karamu, fiesta, forever. I, I wish he played that song. That's that's my jam. So, you know, he's playing the drums and writing, like all, all that stuff. So he, now they're like sleeping and he hears something. And he, you know, he thinks it's Taylor. He tells Taylor to go back to his own bed. Sleep in your own bed, man. But it's Krug in like some sort of like nightmarish 40, form. Yeah. Krug Given was... Warning him. Yeah. From the afterworld, he was warning him not to finish the song and to leave. Yeah. Uh, so then, he like, knew. he wakes up. He has, like, this other kind of, like, dream where his bed is, like, floating in the middle of, like, I don't know, the cosmos or some shit like that. And there's, like, demons everywhere. Everywhere. And, like, he sees the gardener as, like, the demons are, like, ripping out, like, his, like, intestines and shit, which was pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, really, really cool. Special now, effects weren't terrible. No, no. I gotta say, I was impressed. At, originally, I was like, "Oh, these demons look stupid. Like, get like red light eyes." But then yeah. I realized that they were made of smoke, and when they opened yeah. their mouth and their eyes, you like could see into the fiery pits of hell. Yeah, it was and I was cool. like, my actual okay, comment was like, cool. "It's good to know that like the original cast of ghosts was like able to be reused." <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude, those things scared the crap out of me. That that scene, yeah, dude, when he gets dragged to hell, that just scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. But like, not only like the little like shadow things, but like the sounds they were making, like that was that was fucking like creepy. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm just saying. Fun fact: to me, Moore and Whoopi Goldberg slept together in that movie. I just want to bring that up every time I <laughs> talk about Ghost. In the movie or behind the movie? No, in the in the movie. Like when when she fucks uh, um, yep. Patrick Swayze, yeah, he's possessing Whoopi Goldberg's body. Yeah, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit of ghost scissoring, mm. <laughs> a little bit of a reach, but well, like this, I'll say, go with it. Never, <laughs> never run with scissors, but more importantly, never scissor uh, with the runs. Oh, 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 wow! You just ruined that for me. Which part? 
I don't know. Okay. Carry You're on. welcome. Anyway. We digress. Uh, so Dave orders some food that is brought to you by Will Forte. <laughs> yeah, I've got three or four chicken parms here. He <laughs> was a big fan. Um, his second biggest, uh, second favorite band after Coldplay, apparently. Oh, that just really over the I, edge. <laughs> can I just say, who orders ranch sauce with chicken parm? It's a weird combination. I know. He's like, I ordered extra ranch. Well, see. Extra ranch sauce with chicken parm. What I'm guessing is he ordered chicken parm as his main dish and his appetizers. He wanted the ranch. He didn't. He he had a bunch of bags for three or four chicken parms. I think there There was was other chicken somewhere there. Yeah. But yeah, that would be a weird. The only thing announced is chicken parm. I I don't see see ranch sauce with chicken parm. I mean, every Italian's swinging their arms right now. No, we do not. Uh, I, I honestly don't really like ranch. I only did ranch because they talk about fucking ranch so much in this goddamn movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, but he forgot most of the ranch because he wanted fucking extra ranch. Mm-hmm. I'll go back. I'll go back. No problem, man. So now Dave's watching YouTube videos uh, how to get him through his writer's constipation. Yes. And uh, so he's hearing yeah. a drip in the sink. He's watching. He's watching every guitar Rift that all of us have ever watched. Yeah, yeah. Like when you can't write, so you can't write a song right now. Just do this. It's part A, and then you play part B. A, B, and then throw a C in there. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. The blues riff. Uh, so he's here to drip, and it sees like the demon thing, like in the faucet, and he like freaks out. Uh, there's a hand that like pops up. Oh, and the cool, I, I love this. The, this. It was so shitty. But the, the smoke demon in the window just kind of slides. <laughs> yeah. And it, it reminded me of the, the same, the shadow slide from the movie Pieces. It did the <laughs> same, the same exact sketchy slide, just moved over to the right. That yeah. was cool. Uh, so he, he goes outside. He's, like, still hearing the dripping. No, like, the music in this background right now had a very, like, Ghostbuster vibe while they're like going through like the bottom of the like the library mm-hmm. and shit. So he opens up a door, goes downstairs into like the basement. Lots of did anyone cop- see the ray gun? I didn't see the ray gun. Supposedly, supposedly the ray gun that was on the first their first album was down there on on the wall. I seen someone take a screenshot of it, but I watched the scene twice and I could not find. Can I find gun. it? No. Yeah, I, I no idea. Huh? No, I didn't catch it. So fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com if you found the ray gun you win a prize oh wait what if i find it do i win a prize hell yeah mentos <laughs> oh, i had to buy a i had to buy a pack of these they came in and you probably used six. like three right no i used i used the whole pack in the vodka but now okay. i have five things of mentos i'm never gonna eat so yeah, if, you find the, if you found the ray gun you get mentos. mentos don't put it in your coke though it's bad Either Coke. That's yeah, bad. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah don't, don't do that. That's a waste of money right there. Uh, these are the fruit ones, not the mint ones. I don't know if they have the oh, same yeah, chemical reaction. The same anyway. All right, then. So uh, he finds a room, and then there's, like, a raccoon that's, like, split open, like, on the wall. With a and cool, the- like, moon uh, <clears throat> symbol in blood on the wall. I try to find yeah. it. There's a bunch of moon. The closest I could come up with was uh, work. <laughs> and it just seems stupid. You wrote work? Work, yeah. Okay. Who, who needs a blood symbol for work? Like, that's just fucking... Can I just say, like, who, when he who found... loves Mondays? He, he found said raccoon, 
and just like continued on his quest. <laughs> he really he's did. Like, wasn't bothered like, by it. It's like, oh, Fine. dead raccoon stapled to said wall. Like, and then he, he saw the shears. He's like, oh my god, it's real. Like, what kind of what decoration is that? But <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna move on with my day and find like this like really cool recording equipment over here. <laughs> Old they, school. They did now, call him back. And I, I I love how it's so. Dream Widow, they all died in 93, right? And yeah. they have all this old reel-to-reel record. That's like They didn't use that in 93. That no. was before that's that. That's way before 93. So like, I would be, say that's like the 70s. Like We, we yeah. had four tracks. So to yeah. be fair... You're underestimating the sound of the when, devil, bro. <laughs> I, I guess. Sure. So, yeah. when, when, I, when I went to broadcasting school, like they had to teach us how to edit like reel-to-reel as, yeah. if, as if like they were like still doing it. That's right. Jeremy is a fucking devil. You know what? You know why? Because that's the equipment that they could afford. They Honestly, it was fun. It was actually kind of fun to do like the like cutting and splicing. Yeah, and like cutting everything. Yeah, because we when I recorded in high school with the band I was in, we used like a, a recording studio in um, wherever in Boston. But they had like all three types. They had digital, they had analog, and then they had like the one with the reel to reel. And like the guy was explaining, like yep. that's like the mm-hmm. purest way, and it comes actually the the clearest. Language it comes devil. actually. Yeah, so like, that makes recording, sense. Which is the interesting de- because the devil it's, it's wants as, the best. Well, you know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he comes across like the reel to reel. The tape is all unraveled and like there's shit everywhere. He grabs one that says Dream Widow and then he plays it. Now he plays the song Lacrimus de Ibrios. It's very Black Sabbath y. It, it sounds very like the, the bass sounds like Black Sabbath, but then it speeds up. Yeah. He's fucking jamming out. Now, basically, so it said Tears of God, but in Latin, mm. it, it literally trans, uh, translates to Weep of the Drunken. <laughs> I don't really? know where they got God from. Yeah, weep of the drunken. Yeah, right. But the movie is like saying, "If you build it, we will come." Yeah, yeah, more or less. No, that's what Whitney Cummings' character said too. Yoga and all. Yeah, so so he's digging it. He's headbanging everywhere, and it's the sound that he needs. But uh, the reel to reel stops, and lights flicker, and it, it just kind of goes on its own there's some satanic voices saying garbled shit and then it was like oh finish and it begins like demons and then the groundskeeper guy kind of like pops up aka if you build it we will come yeah and Pretty something much. like this demon like goes into his face like he's possessed locks the door and then all of a sudden there's Pat Smear yeah he he breathes that smoke yeah Pat Smear is just sitting there with a big bag of cool ranch doritos I love me some cool ranch Doritos too. And then I do love, I Dave do cool slapped the bag out of his hands and then stepped on it. Yeah, <laughs> like pushed dirt inside of it too. Like Dave yeah. is kind of a dick. Guess like what the fuck? What the fuck? I'm just here, man, enjoying my cool ranch. Shit, I'm man. sorry. I'm sorry. There's raccoons in the basement. Shit, man. Like, what the yeah. fuck? It's just that, raccoons. Those that wasn't raccoon. cool, man. All I have to say is like poor Pat Smear in this fucking movie. No, I think no, me, not, me, and, no. well, me and Mike had this conversation. Not poor, not poor. But prior to this, but I don't like know. Uh, uh, from an acting point of view, like they were all pretty okay except Pat. Pat right, was he's terrible. A, he's a goofy bastard the whole he time. He was a little, a little oh, yeah. over the top. Terrible. Like it just had the same like smile, like regardless of the situation. Uh, like, I like, like sleep on this counter. 
Yeah. <laughs> Except not today, because like there was like a couple of there's a bunch of stuff on it. So like, <laughs> like I don't I don't like, sleep here. But today. he's got that smile, and it's just like okay. <laughs> so I, everyone was actually impressed me with Fairly their acting decent, chops. Yeah. It, Pat Pat and Taylor Taylor obviously like I think he uh, what, what did he say he he didn't even read the script. He just like just kind of ad libbed everything. Which funny. which works because before mean, we get too Dale, far into it, I just want to like point out like Dave Grohl's like grilling grilling techniques and the fact that like he starts eating people like raw. <laughs> yeah, later yeah. On, yeah. It it, it, yeah. it goes to it goes to show you the transition from Dave Grohl right. murdering shit on the grill. Right, to that's when you know. And that's, when, that's when you know. Like Dave Grohl is. You like, don't flip a, a burger more than once. He flipped the burger. It was well done, and then he flips it again and keeps oh, going. Did Jeremy's we lose gone. Jeremy. Jeremy's gone. Jeremy doesn't even like us anymore. Jeremy's like, yeah, I think he got possessed. Jeremy's like, fuck these guys. Jeremy's spoken. <laughs> Can we Pearl Jam high five right now? All right. So yeah, the next day, like Dave is like shredding like all the shit that like he heard the night before. Can you and know a fun fact? I don't mean to cut you off. Steve so, Vai. Yeah, I was going to say Steve Vai is an uncredited as Dave's shredding guitar hands. So I was wondering about that. So when I'm watching this, I'm like, okay, they're showing his face and he's like doing the whole like, <laughs> like he's orgasming. And then they show like him from the back playing the guitar. And then they show his hands. I'm like, damn, he's got old looking hands. <laughs> and then they show his they show his face again. So I'm like, I got to know that that's not him. And, and yeah, sure enough, it's uh, it's Steve Vai. Who, I mean, Steve Vai has done a fucking billion fucking things. <laughs> He's I been didn't around know for a billion fucking. He years, helped so. make the Halo Two theme. Yeah, really. That's a fun fact. Yep. So he his most popular song, funny enough, ironic maybe, for the love of God. Is that what the song's called? So basically, he literally lived three doors down. From the house that they're recording in, so he just like walked over and and did that. Nothing for else to do, I guess. Yeah, he also played Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, The Wild Stallions. Yep. Final guitar solo. Mm-hmm. Yep, I remember that. Cool, cool fucking guy. But that that was just funny because yeah, he was he was shredding. Yeah, he's he's done quite a few like movie uh, soundtracks and stuff. Yeah, he actually he, he did the guitar solo for Ralph Macchio in a movie as well. Oh, was it like Crossroads or something? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So anyway, but like, yeah, the band's like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck is this? And then so they get ready and Pat asks like, oh, like, what key is this in? He's like, oh, L sharp. What happened to F-M-N-O-P? I'm like, oh, so it's basically, they like, no, open your minds and you <laughs> might hear it. JK, I don't give a fuck. That's right. Yeah, that's what he said. And then uh, so Samantha comes over, brings some lemon bars, topped with yeah. some uh, some some cocaine. Secret ingredient. This is my grandmother's recipe, but I added a little twist. And Rami, Rami's like, "Ooh, is this cocaine?" <laughs> She's like, "Yeah." <laughs> so I was gonna I was gonna make those lemon bars, but I never made the lemon bars, and I was gonna use some hypnosil from the last episode and sprinkle that on top. But, yeah. uh, so obviously, like Dave is kind of like fucked up here. And uh, she can tell, grabs um, grabs Rami. She needs to talk to him. And, like, you know, it's like, oh, like, oh, shit's, like, all fucked up about the house. But then, like, she doesn't really say anything. Well, she doesn't get a, she doesn't get a chance to because right. Dave's in the window, like, doing the whole, like, pointing yeah, his watching. eyes, pointing at you thing. Like, get the fuck back in here. 
And Rami's like, fucking cock blocker, man. <laughs> Trying to get some groupie pussy. Uh-huh. So they're jamming in the house. Dave's stops it at the boom pop boom pop boom pop or whatever that's where there's eight thousand oompa oompas like we're you know, 23 minutes and counting right now bro. and i said i said the, the markets i was like i'm glad that dave girl writes music like we do we would just make noises with our mouth because that's literally how we figure sounds out i'm sure there's real <laughs> names for it but it's just like yeah that part okay i thought that's how everyone did it that, that <laughs> did like go to school for it you go to school and you like learn like the notes the and all like and the, stuff. the clefs and this. And That's that. like our guitarist is like, yeah, do a G. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, like I know yeah, where it is go. in the alphabet, but on the guitar, I have no idea. I need you to be like, <laughs> okay, I can hit the. <laughs> got to, I, can do the noise, I got that. Yeah. I got that. But I don't know what fucking what fucking line it's on. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So yeah, like. He's going through, like, all through the house. It shows him, like, he's, like, staring at a yarn ball. And then, like, he goes, oh, wakes like everybody like, up. He, like, clipped it? Yeah, he yeah, clipped, he it, clipped because, it. Because he was doing the whole fucking, like, yarn, like, yeah. conspiracy yeah. theory thing. Yeah, he, he made a uh, a hexagram. Right. But after he, like, he wakes everybody up. And, like, Rami's got, like, Dave's underwear on because apparently he borrowed them. And then, uh, and, uh, what is it? What's his name? Like, watching porn or something because it's still, like, on. <laughs> Taylor. And he, like, closes it and he opens it. It's like, ah, oh, he closes it again. <laughs> and so, like, each nail is, like, a member of the band. It's like a never-ending song. Yeah, because, I mean, the hexagram, it's got the six points and each point has a different instrument on it. And, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, it, it's the way it flows it's never ending and he says it's the only way to get the song out of his head was to do this yeah so he wants to do the song now and everyone's like i want to fucking sleep also the cover of dream widow's album yep and like pat's like no and dave's like pissed and he pulls like the rock star card and he's like talk to jimmy page if Mm -hmm. you don't like it (laughs) all right so that's that's fucked up so they mentioned earlier about the whole dragons and wizards in the castle yeah jimmy page has been long linked with the occult and being a wizard himself or warlock or whatever you want to do like basically a witch a witch is a witch don't fucking say you're a warlock because you're a guy you're a fucking witch if you're a witch okay fun fact jimmy page can't read sheet music i knew that Ah. i read that Yeah. He's and like he's us. He Berkeley goes, too. I don't know what line it is. Just tell me if it's a... Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, like, the band, like, the rest of the band has, like, this powwow. Just kind of complain, but Dave shows up and he apologizes for being a red puckered orangutan's asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then, then he promises that they'll be out by Sunday. Boom, yeah, by boom, Sunday. boom. Yes. The Sabbath, yeah. if you mm-hmm. will. Uh, but he has an end, he has an idea for the ending for everyone, and it's, this, whole was scene was like this was hilarious. Fucking hilarious! And it just ends with the Pearl Jam high five. Yeah, the second Pearl Jam high five. Uh, still, Taylor did not contact. I yeah, want to point true. that out again. I still think it's funny. I brought it up before, but like they still was like they were working on an album, but they're still trying to work on the one song. It's going to be a like, okay, shitty so album like, <laughs> if they're so focused on this one I mean, song. if it's 42 minutes, I feel like you could just, like, cut it up a little bit, but, like... So, fun fact about funny. this one song was, like, five different riffs that Dave Grohl couldn't figure out where to put them in any song. That so he sense. just put them together for this song, and it it works. Yeah. I really dig the tears, the weep of the drunken. Like, I like it. Yeah. No, I agree. I do, too. Should we discuss the album, or do you want to do that at the end? No, let's do it right now. 
But they figure we're talking about it. So obviously, they released Dream Widow. And from what I've read, it's all Dave Grohl. He does the bass, he does the drums, the, the vocals, everything. It's all him. And I think this is... It that was two, basically like the first Foo four, Fighters six. album too, right? That was, yes. that was basically the one all with him, Monkey Wrench, right? I think, right? Is that what I'm thinking of? No, Monkey oh, Wrench no, was on, that's later, on the next right? one. Yeah. Is it all my life? The first, the first one was no. The first one had uh, no monkey wrench was on it. Wasn't the it? Mentos song? No, no. Now I have to look because my Foo Fighter knowledge is low. I believe the fir- first Foo Fighters album was just Foo Fighters. You know, actually, I think it was the self, uh, self Dream Widow was under their catalog, which is funny. The first one is 1995. So it's not the yeah, album the Foo with Fighters. It's with got the radio my hero Evelong and all that stuff. I think that's the color in the shape. That's the one after. Yeah, Weenie Monkey Beanie, Ranch, Oh George, For All That Crows, oh, okay. Good Grief. Yeah, it's all weird songs. Anyway. No, no, no. Hold on. Now we gotta. Now we gotta find the song. Big Me. That's it. That's yeah. That one. Yeah. That's one of them. <laughs> that's what introduced me to the song. That that stupid video where they like recreate all the Mentos commercials and like they move the car mm-hmm. and everyone's like, oh, like the kid sneaks in to the the concert and he's got the mentos and he's just like don't worry about it mentos <laughs> um the last one which is the lacrimis de abrius which is the one that's throughout the the movie yeah it's 10 minutes and 20 seconds long so they, they cut it they, they cut it down from 40 the 44 said. it's it's no in a god of Vida. but yeah i mean the album is pretty cool i mean i don't i wouldn't call it death metal I mean, it's. I mean, the title of the band is Dream, Dream Widow. Widow. It's just like yeah. Dream Theater, but just a different place. It, it should, they could have come up with a better name, I think. Like, I don't know, just spitball I mean, and Dave Grohl came up with Foo Fighters. I mean, he really thinks well, that. Well, like, Foo, Foo Fighters actually is a cool. Uh, he actually hates the name. Like the one thing he regrets is the name of the band. Well, he used to be a wicked u- ufologist, and that surprised me. And and there was a book. Him and Dan and they, and they called uh, spacecrafts Foo Fighters. Oh, that makes sense. So that's where he, that's where he got the name. So that, 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 that's explains cool. the ray gun, I guess. But the the whole the Dream Widow, like why not like <laughs> Dream Masochist? Like that's even better. Or like Dream uh, what, what, or something. What's the what's the worst kind of murder you can think of? Just say death, it out loud. Death murder. Death murder, murder? widow. Death Murder Widow sounds better. Yeah. And and uh, on top of the album, too, like, obviously, throughout the movie, like, they're, like, playing these songs, quote-unquote, but, like, none of those sound like Foo Fighters songs. Well, like, I mean, there it's, is just, no it's literally way. a stolen song. He and went in the basement, is, found the right. song, and literally just went but upstairs and was like, hey, I'll come up with like, this. But, like, the other band's like, yeah, this is cool, like... It's like it's not anything like a Foo Fighters song would ever be. It's just well, that's, so. Off that's the why path. they were saying it, it was a quote-unquote concept, concept album. album. But right. that's that was really suspect. I, I literally drew a red flag next to when she said Anytime that. Anytime somebody says concept album, there should be a red flag. Well, no, just the fact that she knows about it because there's like uh, three that have worked. Because Pat is like, whoa. Dave told you about that? He's like, uh, well, no. She talked to uh, Jeremy. And, uh, mm, no, you know about it because you set this whole thing up. You're the caterer to the devil. But overall, I think the album's fun. I mean, it's it's very Black Sabbathy. I feel. Yeah, I think you yeah, brought I, it up as well. 
I really like that like track. The guitar riffs are very like kind of doomy style. And I've only listened to the, like the first track that was released uh, when it came like up cold? on Spotify, and, and then uh, I listened to the the whole you know weeping drunkard. <laughs> the weeping drunkard. I really like that one. It reminds me of like when when um, Jack Black writes a weird album. It's just like random <laughs> and fun. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's not meant to be serious. Anyway, off that topic. Moving on. Okay. Now, they're going into recording the song now. Can, now, can we mention that the engineer is John fucking Carpenter? Yep. Hell yeah, that was so awesome. So, fun fact about this. Someone mentioned that they knew John Carpenter, one of Dave Grohl's friends. They're like, why don't you reach out to him? He'd probably do a cameo. That'd be really cool. So, Dave Grohl sent him an email, and he was like, um, you know, it would be kind of cool because you're cool. We're doing a horror movie. I don't know if you know who we are. Blah, 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 blah. And John Carpenter was like, you know what? My son's band toured with you guys. And you were so nice to him and so cool that not only am I going to be a cameo in your movie, I'm going to do the fucking theme song to your fucking cool. movie. That's awesome. And, like, that, that just gave me goosebumps because... It just goes to show you, like, you never know. No, that's true. Like, you just being a good person, mm-hmm. it it will pay off. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I genuinely think that they're good dudes. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely. I don't think Dave Grohl is the asshole that this movie makes him out to be. No. I, I hope not, because no, I'm not going to go see his solo career. Honestly, I've never really read a bad thing about him. I didn't even know John Carpenter's son was in a band. I've already looked this up. Uh, so John Carpenter and Cody his son. Cody Carpenter, right? Cody, yeah. Yeah. They they actually do a lot of... Oh, my God. Uh, Mind oh, over matter. They do the Halloween, the new Halloweens. Okay. Did they just scored the new Firestarter? Uh, that one that's coming out. That's right. Yep. No, it already came out. Is it out it, already? It came out last week. Okay. It was... The score was great. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I all right. So all right. All right. So this off is topic. one of the one of the Stephen. I know this is so off topic. I'm sorry <laughs> that I'm digressing. Time. It's totally fine. But but I loved the movie. Mm-hmm. I love that's one of my like. I love the book. Like Stephen King nerd. Here. Sure, of course. But uh, that's one of the endings Stephen King got right. Wow. And that's one of the things people say about Stephen King. He just doesn't get the endings right. Well, like the Id movie, he just made fun of it the whole time. The movie just fucked the ending up. Like, really? I don't want to spoil it. I'm not going to say anything, but don't expect a good ending. Really? That's true. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Great movie. Ending, not so much. So they're recording the song. You get to like four minutes, nine minutes, 14 minutes, 27 minutes, 30 minutes. Now, like, Dave's playing some soft, like, acoustic stuff. And then he sends Carpenter and the, uh, the other guy, like, on his way. And... Dave's at the board, you know, fucking with shit, and Taylor comes in and offers him some food. Oh, you haven't eaten. And he's like, ah, you know, I ordered some fucking steaks. Yep. And uh, so delivery guy Will Vorte comes up because he doesn't actually have, like, a name. Right. But he has a uh, band. He has a, he has a band. <laughs> and he's talking, he's talking to himself, talking himself up. He's working up the courage to bring his demo to him. Um, he comes across, like, some, some guys in the yard, and he ends up getting loppered, like, burning style. Yep. And, oh, and I, it, ro- I, I wrote that down. That is definitely 
from the burning. The way yeah. he picks up the shears, yep. that is definitely mm-hmm. like, an homage. And, and doesn't he, like, punt the head? Yeah, he, like, kicks it or whatever, yeah. I do want to say that it's important that when John Carpenter and the other guy were leaving, they go, are you sure you don't want us to stay? And he's like, no, 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 just pick, pick this up on Monday. So this is Friday, and it's very important that you know that this all progresses to the Sabbath. That's like a weekend of Bernie's, but a lot worse. <laughs> Yeah, there's Winners. a lot more dead bodies to prop up in this instead one. of just one. Yeah, a lot of string high fiving. All the food bags like dropped off at the door. Uh, you can ranch. have a, you can never have enough ranch. Just, just so no, you know. Never. So they're like eating dinner, and Dave wants to make this song, twenty one twelve times twenty one twelve, and the band's like, really, like what the fuck? Well, I just want to say twenty one twelve, while it is a Rush album. That he may be referencing here, mm. it could also be four million four hundred and sixty thousand five hundred forty-four, if you want to math it up, bitch. Yeah, what they call it in school? Not math school. Ah. I'll take your word for it. I don't do math. I use the calculator. Yeah. yeah so I'm gonna say that he wants to <laughs> multiply the Rush album by t- twenty-one twelve. But anyway, the fair assumption. I think he was just uh, trying to be funny. Yeah. So so Barb wants to Barb shows up the next day and there's like shit everywhere there's there's shit on the ceiling she's like how the fuck do you even do that there's like legs with like flies on it which ends up being like blood uh, quote pat- unquote which <laughs> is oh, no they, yeah the yeah. the ketchup is spilled mm-hmm. and, yeah. and she thinks he's dead but what I all right so uh, obviously we we're spoiling it she seems surprised that he's dead she's like oh no what did you guys do but like shouldn't she expect dead bodies I mean, yeah, you would think. <laughs> and, and, like, he offers her one of the lemon bars made by Samantha. <laughs> I love that. Dude, he, like, put his finger in it and, like, put it on his gums. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but apparently Barb has known her for years. And, you know, Dave comes down and says, oh, yeah, they're wrapping up the song tonight. You know, they're back to back to jamming. Dave stops them again, and he can't get the ending. Taylor has blisters on his blisters uh, Shiflet, you know, takes off to go grill some stuff. All right, so the whole Taylor thing, uh, how he ad-libs everything, I feel like there was supposed to be a Beatles reference here, uh, but he just was ad-libbing because I feel like he would have been like, there's blisters on my fingers. <laughs> That's possible, yeah. So Chris Shiflet takes off, and he's going to, you know, grill some sausages or whatever the fuck. And he he's just like mocking Dave. He's like, yeah, yeah I can't get the freaking ending. Yeah. I make a twenty-five he, minute song. I I saw a really <laughs> funny like behind the scenes like interview, and he's like, just for the record, Dave Grohl like really takes his barbecuing seriously, and uh, I've never made fun of his grilling skills. <laughs> and I also I also want to want to take this time. This is a uh, public service announcement. Memorial Day is right around the corner, and thousands upon thousands of Americans are going to say, come to my barbecue, but you're not having a barbecue, you're just having a fucking cookout, and there is a difference, Yes, and I Mm -hmm. fucking hate that shit. I was at a, so, like, quote-unquote barbecue at work, and it was, like, from people, like, overseas, and they're like, where's the barbecue? And I had to apologize to many people saying, I'm sorry. In America, 
a lot of people don't know what the fuck barbecue is, no. and they call cookouts barbecues. Yeah. And it's it, it, it's saddening, and it's maddening, and I hate it. And thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> so anyway, so he hears some, like, noise, and he's grabbed from behind, and he is uh, grill-faced by Dave. He's grill-faced, yeah. In a, in a scally cap. He got fucking George Foreman'd. He did. He did. Like guy. shit was like shit was like peeling off like his face. That was, that was some good good uh, work, I guess. That's the word yeah. for that. Uh, the band uh, is talking, and Pat finds the delivery guy. So he's like screaming while like the delivery guy Will Forte is like kind of strung up on a tree somehow. Yeah, with no head, and somehow Dave right away goes, "Hey, that's the delivery guy." Uh, we should probably, I think the fact that it, it shows Dave behind the guy at the grill. Am I correct? Doesn't he have, like, the hat on and stuff? Yeah, he's oh, got yeah, the scally yeah. cap. Oh, yeah, Dave yeah, totally like, it shows killed. that, like, he's the one behind it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got he's got the hat on. He's dressed like Greg Null, the, yeah. the yeah. lead, or the, the front man of Dream Widow, yeah. the caretaker. Yeah, uh, yeah but yeah. I, I put, a, like, obviously it's a, it's a red flag to the people in the movie obviously we know dave's the bad guy now but when he automatically knows hey that's the delivery guy that i've only seen one time in my fucking life right and i can recognize him without a head and with his guts hanging from the trees (laughs) and like no head (laughs) and and the fact that they're so casual about it they're like oh okay and and he talks them into still recording yeah there's a dead (laughs) body that we're just gonna leave here and no not cops. call the police. No cops. But it's okay because because Rami has he's picking up these beacons and can figure out like when he died. Yeah. Oh, that was that was so cool. He's yeah. like, oh, he expired twenty hours ago. Like, where the fuck did you <laughs> learn that? He's like, Pasadena. Pasadena. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor wants to call the cops, and Dave's like, fuck no. One more day, then they can call whoever they want, the FBI, the fucking cops, they call whoever. CSI, NCIS, Ice Cube, Ice T, call them all. Yeah, he takes all their phones and says no one's going mm-hmm. anywhere until they finish the song. It's like a, like a high school party. All the phones. It takes and the, the phones, of- the van keys, and then when they're inside tosses the bone structure demo right to the corpse. I'm actually curious what that sounds like. It probably yeah. sounds like this. I'm Will Forte <laughs> delivering chicken parm. I mean, his favorite band is Coldplay, so I can't imagine it's anything yeah. crazy. Uh, it's probably not great. It's like, you're my second favorite band besides Coldplay because Chris Martin is a god. Something. <laughs> so they're practicing, and uh, it all comes back to the L sharp. Uh, they're looking for mm-hmm. Shifty, who, you know, they, they obviously want him there. Dave is mowing some fucking raw meat or some shit like that. And the the, the band has like, this little meeting, and Pat shows them the thing that says, uh, the sacrifice needs the book. Or the sacrifice yeah, feeds the Because it's under the, the, uh, the lemon squares, right? I love that you mentioned that he's eating some meat. It's clearly like a, whole, a human. Like a whole rib and there's cage. a rib cage, and they know they notice <laughs> they, not they like see him eating. Confused. How are they not like? Well, it kind of looks like he's eating a fucking human, like a whole human. <laughs> like like bit by bit, Dave is consuming yeah. our friends. Yeah. Uh, so so Samantha stops 
stops the band, lets them, lets them know about the whole, like, Dream Widow thing. But Taylor has this thing. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember them. They're going to be the next Jane's Addiction. Nice. That's supposed to be, like, a popular band or whatever. Yeah. I dig Jane's Addiction and Porno for Pyros. Like, I, I, Perry no, Farrell I do too. Was, yeah. he, he is got, he's a genius. No, I do, I do enjoy Jane's Addiction. He's got some really good shit. Greg Null, like you said, was the, the front man of Dream Widow. Uh, he was a visionary and had, like, this necronomicon-looking book. That's, it, exactly, that's exactly what, what that's supposed to be. Uh, yeah. Skin or flesh of human or whatever. Yeah, that had, like, incantations from, like, Aleister Crowley. Mr. Crowley! <laughs> that's where the bow, black side was going <laughs> That was Ozzy. Okay, yeah, I know. Don't fucking Close disrespect enough. the Ozman, man. So the only way that he could stop the completion of the song... Uh, meant he had to kill himself, basically, and that's who hung himself, who we saw hanging themselves at the beginning of the movie. I'm going to stop you right there. I believe they finished the song, and I believe Jenna Ortega's character ruined the tape, or the the reel-to-reels, and Greg Knoll's character obviously murdered her, but then realized the error of his ways, didn't know what else to do, to stop the curse, he killed himself. But I do believe that they finished the song. But then it was ruined. Yeah, I can see that. So now they all realize that Dave is possessed. Was it the sharp teeth and the black contacts? Was was that enough? <laughs> it was a good group of things. I, I think it could be that. Uh, Samantha thinks she can suck it out the old-fashioned way. Oh my god, I love that. She just drops to her knees and she's like jerking the air. And she's like, do you want me to just suck the demon out of his dick? And they're like, no, 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 The no, old-fashioned no. way. And, and Rami's like, I think I got some demon in me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, I should stay with her. Hey, you guys should go check on Dave. I'm going to keep the groupies safe because groupies are people too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and don't they, uh, don't they want uh, Taylor to like just... Try to stall him the best. Yeah, possible. yeah. So Taylor has to finish the drum tracks. That's that's all that's keep, left. Like, screwing which up, which is funny because that's exactly what happened with Dream Widow. They're like, oh, if you just keep fucking up and prolong it, everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna come up aces. So they need the book. It needs blood to stay alive. I guess they need to use Van Houten's protocol to send it back. So I heard that, and I'm like, so they need Millhouse. <laughs> It's Van Hooten, and yeah, yeah, so it's Millhouse. Very very funny. Uh, also, the Van Hooten Protocol. Leslie Van Hooten was one of the most prominent members of the Manson family. Interesting. I don't know why that's important, but there it is. I'm sure they meant her and not Millhouse. Yeah, probably. Of course, they haven't done the drum tracks yet, so they need Taylor to keep Dave company and, like, preoccupied. Mm-hmm. We speak the same language, man. We get We're, it. We're drummers. drummers. It's true. I, I imagine that is true. And I, I did want to poke your brain about that. The fact that they're both drummers? Yeah. You do know you guys. Who... You guys speak a fucking separate language from the rest of us Neanderthals? Well, yeah, us on the bassist usually. That's cool. Without us, the, ba- the, the song doesn't have any backbone. Anyway, Rami and Sam are kind of fucking around while Pat and Nate make their way down to the basement while uh, Rami is trying to go to Pound Town. Uh, Dave is clearly annoyed and underneath the bed and chainsaws both of them in half. Okay, so love this scene. This was the first scene that 
Tony Gardner thought of. He's like, you know what would be really, really cool when him and Dave Grohl were talking? He goes, I've always wanted to chainsaw two people fucking. (laughs) (laughs) So they wrote this scene (laughs) because of that. And and Rami just seemed like the most logical person to to, to put in that role with Whitney Cummings. And it's Mm -hmm. funny, Whitney was so embarrassed about singing a fucking Foo Fighters song. She's like, I don't give a shit about the fucking sex scene. She originally was going to do it naked. She's like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care about being naked. But singing a Foo Fighters song to Foo Fighters, that's embarrassing. (laughs) So they they came up with this whole rig that they made a set off of the property because of the amount of blood that was going to be spurted everywhere. I believe it was like a three-foot pedestal that the bed was put on so Mm -hmm. that the chainsaw thing could be under them. And they put Rami in this whole, like, body cast so they could, like, split him in half. So fucking cool. And the, and the way the way she goes from like oh oh to ah! <laughs> like, that it's, was awesome. It's very Friday the Thirteenth ish. I feel because yeah, yeah, Jason no, has the few I, under the bed. Wicked thing. throwback to like old yeah. school, but like way like over the top, mm-hmm. like so cool. Very oh, Kill Billish and, and the blood splatter too. So then you know Pat and Nate find the hideaway in the basement. They mm-hmm. see the raccoon up on the wall. They uh, pry the drain open and find the book, and then the demon dudes show up, grabbing Pat by the leg. And the, the typical fall up the stairs while you're running away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dave is just kind of staring at nothing while, like, Taylor comes in to check on him, and Dave says that Shifty's done. It's time for the warm-up, and that he's gonna, next. are going to record drum tracks. Back to Pat and Nate. They found, like, the incantations. Yeah, like, trying to read the book or whatever. Dave and Taylor are working and taylor's just not getting it screwing up the drums quote unquote and dave knows right away he's like you're screwing up on purpose yeah just play the fucking drums yeah he mutters under his breath he's like this isn't dave this is not dave and and yeah dave's like fucking drums then all of a sudden like he's getting it he's going fucking nuts dave stops the tape and then symbol slashes him Oh my god, that that was a cool death. So this is definitely one of the, the best deaths of the movie. Uh, he's like, dude, I finished the fucking song. He's like, yeah, you did. Bling. And fucking, yeah, Snap he, he kind of, it was like the hat from the James Bond movie. Yep. Or like, uh, what is it, what's his name from uh, Mortal Kombat? Yeah, it's like the razor, it's like razor blades. And yeah, yeah dude just fucking. Right in the mouth. Bleh, decapitated. His body like falls to the floor. And then he like. Fingers him all the way down with the fuck you the whole way as he falls. <laughs> he does. Mm-hmm. It's great. Very funny. Now, Nate is going over, like, all the signs as to, like, the possession. So, like, you know, like appetite, or, yeah. appetite dis- disruption where it just shows Dave, like, puking off to the side. <laughs> uh, floating through air. And then like, it shows him go through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he levitates and goes, it's an L. <laughs> And then number three was like incessant masturbation. You're like, well, does that disqualify him? Because I'm pretty sure he. There's a reason that he came up with the song Monkey Wrench. When he's like listening to him in the bathroom, he makes like a comment of what it sounds like. like, He goes, Are you slapping a chicken cutlet in there? Something like that. It was good. It was funny. Number four, raw meat. Oh, yeah, that's right. Raw meat. 
reason the, I mean, the whole I mean, scale. That's right. And so they need to go save his ass, yet he's outside Fargoing like the rest of the band. Well, no, this is just Taylor, I believe, going into the, the wood chipper. He fixes the dude's sock before he, he throws it in there. <laughs> oh, he did. so I do want to point out that he finally gets contact on the high five after Taylor is dead. And it's just his hand. He high fives the hand and throws it in. And I think that is very, very important. I made the comment while I watched the movie. Like, isn't it like more messy to put people through a wood chipper? Because now there's just blood everywhere. Because I mean, you just shoot it into the yard. Like, I mean, I feel like that's harder to clean up than just like removing the arm. Yes. I mean, fair. And no, because I don't think he gives a fuck. I think he's the devil. I mean, yes, in theory. But from a homeowner's point of view, I feel like it's a mess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> homeowner's <laughs> point of view. <laughs> okay, yeah. So for our homeowners out there that are listening, please do not put your friends into wood chippers. There are better ways to dispose of their bodies. Try the ocean. Put some weights on your friends' bodies and sink them. I do live near a Don't lake. put them in there your backyard. That is like the biggest sin of murder is putting your friends in your backyard. You live there. But what if you plant, like, endangered, like, plants over them? Oh, my God. This guy just got arrested kind of recently. He had put all these giant potted plants, and each potted plant was a body. There's another, I don't remember his name, but there was an actual serial killer where he put it in other people's potted plants, like, throughout, like, the the neighborhood. Smart. Other people, no, that ain't me. That's (laughs) That's, that's that's Tom's. That's Tom's plant. It's not my Karen did that, not me. As he's Fargoing Taylor... Dave chases after Nate and Pat. They go back into the house. Now, the demon, the demon's things are all up in the house. And uh, they get to the pool, and they start the incantations. Dave is on one end. They're on the other. Uh, some, like, green light, like, comes up, and Dave's all, like, demonized and all pissed. But they want Dave back. And apparently, you know, he, you see that he ate Chris. And they continue with the exorcism, and he kind of disintegrates. And then he comes up through the water as regular Dave. Uh, Evil Dead style. Yes. So supposedly, yeah. like I read that, like the way he comes up out of the water is like the poster from Evil Dead. I think that might be a stretch, but it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, because they need a, like a large body of water and they use the pool. Evidently, you can make holy water by just saying words to it. So keep that in mind. Well, I mean, that's just what you do. I mean, does a uh, priest just blesses anybody water haven't so. you ever seen from dusk till dawn where they yeah, he blesses the water and they fill the the condoms and the squirt guns they basically super soaker them fucking vampires mm-hmm. that's true so dave comes out of the water he's himself and he's just like oh my god we can't finish the song we can't finish the song and then he he pukes all over the place and they're like is that shifty? a lot like a lot like a oh, constant puked, yeah. fucking... Uh, yeah. Yeah. But then a body rises up, and it's Greg Null. Dave goes after him, and then, like, a fight ensues. It, it was not much of a fight. Dave Grohl owned this fight. <laughs> and then he's, like, pounding him in the face. He's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. So if there's ever a dead guy, you just punch him in the mouth over and over. And so now, like, all of a sudden, standing over them are some, like, 90s emos. Well, the rest of the band, I guess. It's the rest It's the rest of Dream Widow, and I'd like to point out, uh, here we go, Jenna Ortega again, the drummer, Mm -hmm. who seems to be the boss of them all, and she's tiny. Yeah. 
So she's five one, and, and like she just like it seems to be towered by everyone else in the band. Yeah. Have you ever seen Flyleaf? Yeah, Lacey Sturm is like about that tall. She's very short. So yeah, she takes the book. Um, she takes some of the blood from Greg's mouth, and she drips it into the book, mm-hmm. and then it seems like multiple souls are oh, escaping yeah. him. Yeah, they just keep coming out. I I didn't get this. It, it, they were going in different directions. So it was like, is he? multiple people are the multiple people like is uh do we go back to robert johnson at the crossroads when he sold his soul to the devil are all the people that sold their souls to the devil for rock and roll what makes you wonder if it's been a cycle with this whole thing well that's what i'm thinking something that's just like been constantly going on for like decades you know what i mean so as you said like a bunch of souls like come out and they're flying around and she's like oh thank you and then he just explodes, like, everywhere. Boom. So Dave, now, he just wants to get the fuck out, uh, leaves the book behind. Pat and Nate are trying to, like, hotwire the van. Like, Pat's, like, underneath. I've never seen anyone hotwire from, like, the bottom of the van before. Yeah, I have this, never seen that either. I, I literally wrote that down. I said, this seems purposely stupid. Also, they could have just gone in the house and grabbed the keys, right? They're just, like, on the table. <laughs> Well, yeah. when they went so in like for their phones, uh, Dave had taken their uh, the SIM the cards SIM cards. Out of their phones. Yeah, that's right, the SIM cards. You can still call nine one one. They're like, uh, my phone doesn't have a SIM card. It's just a it's a super smartphone. Yeah, that's not a thing anymore. We have the cloud. So Dave is approached by two hooded people. One of them being Jeremy Schill. Mm, the devil rules all of rock and yes. roll. He knows everything and says rock and roll needs an infusion and the devil will make rock and roll dangerous. Again. Again. And a slight side note, and and I see kind of where they're going with this because unfortunately in the the day and age that we're in, like rock and metal isn't as prevalent as it used to be. Everything is very pop driven at the moment. I mean, everything has always been pop driven. I mean, that's why it's called pop. Well, yes and no, but but I feel like that was kind of a stab at that kind of making like, oh, we need to bring the metal back. You know what I mean? That's- I, I mean, I mean, if we if we want to break it down like that, I, I I really do think that Dave was doing whole satire on the music industry as a yeah, whole, yeah, definitely, and no, how 100%. devilish it is, mm-hmm. and especially the ending, like that yeah. really fucking hits With, me. Like, the solos, and it's you know. so yeah. sad because now it's like it's true though. It's so true. Where is Dave Dave Grohl's uh, career going to go now? Because right. is he going to continue with Foo Fighters? Like I'm sure he will. I'm sure they'll find something to fill. They're gonna. I feel like they're going to do something different. I mean, obviously they'll maybe still have the same uh, cast, but it's going to be something drummer. different. I think maybe he'll just play drums. Maybe they'll just be Dream Widow. That'd be cool. Tell what though. Apparently Taylor's kid, who's like 16, is a motherfucker on the drums. He might really? fill in. They've done that before. Yeah, that's what a that's what I've heard. So, yeah, so they're trying to hotwire the car, like, you know, pass underneath. Uh, Nate takes a fucking something to the fucking eyeball. Yeah, like the, the thing goes through or something like that. So I read that that uh, Barb killed him, but it looked like Pat hotwired the car and the wire went through the dude's eye. Yeah, it went through his eye, correct. Yeah. That's what happened, yeah. But I was okay. like, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. This kill, it wasn't a kill. He didn't I die. I think here. they needed something that caused him to like 
hit the gas. Yeah, so he he hits the gas and kills. Yeah, and then in reverse, he's in reverse. Road rashed his face. Why would you start a car in reverse? Pat got (laughs) smeared here. (laughs) Literally, Pat smeared. Pat smeared. He got Pat smeared. But then, like, because she gets hit by the van as it backs up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she gets hit. She falls over. Badass bitch. She was in American Horror Story, like, Mad Mad Seasons, Leslie Grossman. Dave is still trying to kill Jeremy Schill, who figures out that, wait a minute. Jeff Garland and Jeff Dave Grohl's fight was so much badass, like, more badass than it should have been. Because, no offense, Jeff, Dave could kick your ass. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, uh, come on. Jeff Garland's, like, Biggest nemesis in in real life usually is motherfucking Larry David. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like a big wind could take away Larry David. I mean, he's gonna complain about it, and it, it, <laughs> his complaining is gonna be hilarious. Like, yeah, that's funny, but like, uh, he goes, "Wait a minute," because you you finished the song, didn't you? He goes, "You're not Dave Grohl." It's time for your solo career. And then the second spear. Second spear, again, yes. Doesn't he spear him again? Yeah. It could have been a gore, you know. Yeah, I guess, depending on your... Uh, so then, all of a sudden, it... it did you, can, can we just say how, like, Jeff and Dave just kicked each other in the balls? Like, that's how they fought for a little bit there? It was yeah, just over like, and over kick again. you in the balls! Kick you in the balls! Like over kick and over, you in the balls! And forth and back and kick forth, you yeah. in the balls! It's like... You guys don't know how to throw a fucking punch? No. Just like, ball kicks. Come on, man. That, like, street rules. Nobody kicks you in the balls. That's that's off limits, dude. So now uh, this dude, like, knocks on a door, and uh, it's at, like, a show. And he's like, oh, you know, Dave, it's a, it's a sold-out show, ready to go. And then, you know, Dave's just kind of sitting there, and he looks up, and he's, like, possessed again. Yeah. Because it's like his quote-unquote solo career. I would like to say not again, but still. Still. Because he had finished the song, Mm -hmm. so the curse is within him. The only way for him to stop the curse is to kill himself, and then the curse is broken until someone else plays the song. And I think that's what we learned from Dream Widow. He killed his whole band, realized he fucked up, killed himself, and that's what broke the curse originally. Yep. I'm curious if they'll like make another one based on that. No, I don't. I don't think. I, don't think they, I mean, obviously they're not going to do another one. Taylor's dead. Well, yeah, obviously so. in that case, thanks. Great I, idea, and I do like the whole satire of uh, the music industry, right? And, and the, the the play on that, and <clears throat> the blood sacrifice, and seriously, don't go down the rabbit hole of blood sacrifice and Taylor <laughs> Hawkins. Bad for- Because it's just, it's yeah, it's bad for your brain, bad for your soul, and it's stupid. Yeah, it's 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 a coincidence that this happened. Unfortunately, it seems like he he relapsed and his heart gave out. Like that's that's what it seems like happened. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it wasn't because Dave Grohl wants to be the next fucking. Like I don't know what Dave Grohl's already the Dave Grohl of Dave Grohl's. And like, I actually we we brought this he up. He didn't on the podcast. kill Kurt Cobain. He didn't kill Taylor. Well, Hawkins. here's the thing: like, is, Jesus is, uh, we brought it up on the podcast, and it's like I feel bad for Dave Grohl because this is the second band that he's had a member die in. 
I mean, th- I mean, that's his. Se- that's like his second best friend. That's that's. Yeah, because Taylor was kind of like the right hand man, to yeah. a lot of the stuff. Of course. Oh, yeah. So, uh, what are your ratings, guys? For the band? I don't know. For the no, no, the movie. The fucking band. Five out, out of five brains. Five brains for the movie. You know, I enjoyed it. It was funny. It it's exactly what it was. It was a comedic horror movie. I would give it a. I'd give it a four, because I enjoyed it. Four brains. I'm gonna go, just just like based on the like the the opening scene, like just I I knew what it was gonna be, like just like Anthony said. I'm, I'm gonna give it three and a half. Brains. Okay. I'm going, th- uh, solid three, three brains. Brains. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the the first scene, yeah. When when that first happened, I was like. All right, this is more than I was expecting. I did not expect a woman's head to be turned to into be smashed in, and they get a broken <laughs> jaw awesome. in the corner. And and can I just say that that that's uh, Jenna Ortega, who this is the third fucking big budget horror movie she's been in this year. Look out for this chick mm-hmm. because uh, big things, man, big things. Yeah, I think. Definitely. She's going to be in Scream 6 next year. And God knows how many other big horror movies next year. That's a remake or whatever. It's not a remake. It's a sequel. That's true. Or it's a remake. What do they call it? What do they call it? No, they called it a requel. requel. Because they got the same people, but a different. Yeah. It's a sequel. It's a reboot, too. So it's a requel. Did you not see Scream 5, bro? Oh, I haven't Jeremy. seen Screen 5 yet. I haven't either. Oh! It was very entertaining and sad. I heard good so things about it. So sad. Tear. Just one tear? Just one tear, because I don't give a shit, really. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, so uh, I have no fucking feedback whatsoever. No? I, I put it out a bunch of times, and I feel like this movie is so new... Nobody has seen it well, yet. I think it was so, like, uh, here well, we go. it said it was in theaters too, but I think it was very select theaters. I would imagine. Yeah, I I have no idea. I Honestly, mean, Luke, I didn't even know it went to theaters. I didn't know it came out. I knew it was like in process, and then it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that came out like a month ago. I was like, okay. <laughs> this fucking guy suggests a movie to us, and he goes, I didn't even know it came out. <laughs> no idea. How the fuck are we gonna watch it? Horror babe of the month. Suggested by Anthony. That's me. Alex Esso? That's the one. Is that how you say her name? I think so. So Alexandra Esso. Her uh, first lead role was in the movie Starry Eyes, which is, yeah, which is fucking funny, creepy as fuck. Which is like another poke or stab at the kind of like, you know, big guy in the... It's not really music-based. It's more on the acting side of things. But the same kind of, you know. Yeah, I saw that movie. It it is dark. It's very disturbing. uh, She was also on a TV show called Reaper. It's about a guy that collects souls that escaped from hell. Yep. But she's been in so many fucking things, which is crazy that that we haven't uh, done her before because she was in Tales of Halloween. The Midnighters, The Super. 
She played Wendy fucking Torrance in Doctor Sleep. Yeah, in the most recent. I loved Doctor Sleep. That's so so cool. Uh, trippy ass movie. She was in uh, Death of Me. Yes. I don't know if you guys have seen Death of Me. I know. It's, I know she's it's in it though. Very fucking trippy. Um, she was in The Haunting of Bly Manor, Midnight yep. Mass. That's right. That's the other one. Upcoming yeah. Purse. Midnight phone. Mass was really good. Was it good? I haven't seen it. I've heard really it good is, things about it. Though. It is really, really good. I haven't seen it either. But yeah, purse phone pictures at the end of the world. That's our next project. So look out for her. Yeah. Alex Esso. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. Salute. Skull. Sure. So thank you for being on our show. Yes, thank absolutely. For... Yeah, well, thank you for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, check out Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack on thought... Spotify or wherever else you want to check them out. They're fucking awesome. If you like heavy metal like I do, they're definitely packs. the experts on that. And Six Packs, we too. Have some knowledge. A lot of shit talking, but some knowledge. Prelium on Spotify. Check out that band. We know nothing They're about f- them. Fucking rock you until your dicks fly off in your mouth. That was once. <laughs> that was yeah, once. Do you want your dick in your mouth? Then listen to them. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh, do you have any I other have, credits you want? It, you no, want to add? I mean, of course, you guys are the only other credit we'd give. So, fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com. You want to drop us a line? We really need an idea for our next tangent episode. Um, follow us on Twitter at fans of the dead one. Uh, yeah, we're on Instagram, fans of the dead podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook, fans of the dead. Check out our website, fans of the dead.com. We are on the. Prof- uh, Prescribed Films Podcast Network. I almost screwed that one up. I almost called them Preferred. Uh, Prescribed Films Podcast Network. Uh, hey, yeah. great, great time, guys. Always, Always love love hanging out with you guys. Have fun. Be safe. Peace. See ya. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.